This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 17th of November. Justin, my friend, no need to stress about your Christmas Prezi deliveries. Star Trek and the Transport Union have finally come to an agreement over pay and working conditions. Does that mean my order from three weeks ago is also going to come on time? Unlikely, Justin. (laughs) Well, Brett, with interest rates on savings accounts super low, stashing cash under the mattress has become a lot more attractive. Hmm. And the value of banknotes is now up 20% since the start of the pandemic. That's according to new data by the Reserve Bank. Fascinating stuff, Justin. Three solid stories today. Let's do it. For our first. Telstra is diving deep into the energy and gas space to take on the big dogs like Origin and AGL. Ooh, a triple threat, B-Man. Mobiles, internet and energy. (laughs) Tell me more. So Telstra is Australia's largest telecommunications company. They offer all things mobile, landline, internet and pay TV. They also happen to provide nearly 19 million retail mobile services. So B-Man, it's safe to say they're pretty well established in the telco industry. (laughs) But now Telstra wants to move into the energy and gas space. Yeah. They'll move to offer energy and gas products to all Aussies by the end of this financial year. Kind of seems like an interesting sidestep for the big T, Justin. (laughs) Some might even use the word pivot. Telstra reckons that the internet is now just as critical as electricity for customers. Well, let's be honest. I'd take internet over electricity (laughs) any day. Exactly. So they reckon they've already got the resources and the expertise to cross-sell energy services at scale. And probably smash it out of the park. So what's the key learning here? Cross-selling is when companies market additional products to existing customers. Do you want fries with that? Can I add a Coke (laughs) to your order? Does your mobile phone need a case? What about a glass cover? Cross-selling is great for a business because it means that the business doesn't need to source new customers. Which often can cost a lot of money. You know, marketing costs, Mm -hmm. discounted offers to lure customers in. But that ain't all there is, Juzzy Boy. Cross-selling can help companies hold on to existing customers for longer. So by cross-selling energy and gas products to existing customers, Telstra can increase the average revenue it makes per household. That's a whole lot of cross-selling to do. <laughs> yep. For our second story, Aussie electric bike startup Zumo has raised $80 million to take on the last mile delivery conundrum and they reckon they're the next big thing in electric mobility. Zooming to the moon with this latest funding yep. round, Justin. What's the story here? All right, so Zumo is an Aussie micro mobility e-bike subscription startup. Gee whiz, that's a mouthful, <laughs> my friend. And now they're kind of half business to business. They offer fleets of electric bikes to customers like Don Dominoes. And they're also half direct-to-consumer. They offer their bikes to gig workers who can rent the e-bikes directly. Now, Justin, they're planning to use the funds to expand into Spain, mm. into France, Germany, and the US. So what is the key learning here? The micromobility revolution is here. Micromobility is essentially just any short-distance transport that's generally less than five kilometers. And Brett, as congestion in cities rises because of growing populations, existing transportation like cars, buses, trains, they just can't keep up. And so we've seen shared bikes and scooters take over metro areas. You just know it's going to be a big, big industry. In the US alone, the micromobility market is expected to be worth between 200 and 300 billion US dollars by 2030. Wow. And Brett, since Zumo is targeting both the B2B and the B2C industries, there's a huge market to go after in this space. Mm -hmm. For our third and final story, Disney has struggled to bounce back to its pre-pandemic profit levels and now it's looking at getting into sports what? betting. That's right, sports betting. This is a little 
little out of character for Disney, Brett. What is the story? <laughs> so Disney is obviously the global entertainment goat. But it's safe to say that COVID hasn't been so kind to them. Profits are 25% lower than they were before COVID. It ain't all Hakuna Matata at Disney, that is for sure. <laughs> What's more, my friend, is that the company's struggling to gain subscribers to its streaming business, Disney+. Plus. Just 2.1 million people joined Disney Plus last quarter. Pathetic. The smallest rise since it launched two years ago. So Disney's decided on a little P-word pivot. Yep. Disney owns the sport network ESPN, mm-hmm. and now they are aggressively pursuing sports betting. In fact, Brett, they're already in talks to license ESPN's brand to sports betting partners for a whopping $3 billion US dollars. Holy smokes. So what is the key learning here? We have a good old-fashioned land grab going on in the sports betting industry in the US, and Disney wants in. Justin, this is all because three years ago, the Supreme Court in the US overturned a ban on sports betting. And now 32 US states have legalized sports betting. So now it is on for young and old mm-hmm. to become the first mover in these new states. And B-Man, according to Disney's research, <laughs> gambling won't hurt the Disney brand. And it will supposedly strengthen ESPN's <laughs> brand. you got to love when a company releases its own research <laughs> though, Brett. And just to put this into perspective, the horse and sports betting market in Australia is worth around $5 billion per year. That's according to Ibis World. And in the US, we're talking $70 billion. And that is expected to hit around $140 billion by 2028. Wow. B-Man, every week we give away 40 guaranteed cash prizes in our savings game, Win the Week. And as it happens, Jazzy Boy, we've got a few big winners this week, don't we? We've got Paul from Queensland, Tay from New South Wales, Marzi, New South Wales, Jason from Queensland, Lucky Jace, Loz from Victoria, and don't forget C-Banger from Victoria <laughs> as well. Lots of big winners, Justin and Flux fam. You could win this week. Just got to play Win the Week in the Flux app. So if you haven't played, make sure you download the Flux app. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.